I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Josh Reese and Aaron Rosa. Hey. Oh, it's it's finally over. We finally reached the pinnacle of movie making. So much better. We have completed the trilogy. We are reviewing The Dark Knight Rises. Chef's kiss. Oh. So much better. It is finally here. <laughs> How do you oh. go to review any other movies after this? I don't know. This might be the last episode. Of the honestly. podcast? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to go out on top, right? What a fucking movie. What a fucking movie. Like, when we started this podcast, the first movie we reviewed, because I was like, this podcast is going to be different, because it's going to be good movies that we like, it's going to be fun. First movie, Venom 2. <laughs> is, is that what you did? Yeah. I was like, we need a big movie to start the podcast with. Hey, Venom 2's coming out. And I and I it was just like, what's wrong with wrestling all over again? I was screaming. I was so fucking angry because that movie sucked balls. Wow. Well, we started it at an inopportune time because that was like the it was a, a desert of movies out there because yeah. COVID had just been done uh, over. And, yeah. You know, it was, it was tough, you know. Now but movies now, are starting to come back a little bit. Now we've done a shift in the podcast. I mean, uh, this is how I feel, uh, you know. Like, I'm a genius! Hey, let's stop watching shit we hate and start watching shit we like. That's right. Like the Dark Knight trilogy. I'm so fucking excited. The greatest trilogy of all time. Yeah. There will never be a better trilogy no. than the Dark Knight. No, and this so. is Andrew who is in love with the Back to the Future trilogy. That's true. And this is, to him, even better than that. Um, yeah, I mean, the third one fell off pretty bad. Sure. Yeah. I would say the next trilogy we should do... Well, I'm, now I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> the X-Men prequel trilogy. X-Men First Class, uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, and then X-Men Apocalypse. And then we just forget that there's a fourth one because that Phoenix one was fucking terrible. But, like, that's another trilogy that I really love. I thought he was going to say the Iron Man trilogy. But no, that one sucks. Great. Or, or we could do amazing movies and do the perfect trilogy. Mm. Indy, Anna, fucking Jones. I he was say that. Hey, it's just a trilogy, saying. too. That's just really saying. Good. Is this the Aaron Rosa podcast? Maybe. <laughs> I think we should, if this is a democratic podcast, I think we should put it to vote. There's three people here. Yeah, well, put it to vote. I have all the I have all the stocks. I'm the majority stockholder, and I vote me. I make all the decisions. Josh, if you agree with me, are we starting fucking, our own podcast? I'm gonna fucking kill you because you're gonna kill no, like if the, yeah, if the fans are down, I'm I'm willing to watch Indiana Jones trilogy, the trilogy. Sure, uh, I've never watched any of those movies all the way through. We do need at least a week or two before we start another trilogy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we have a uh, knock. What was it? Knock at the door. Knock at the knock at the cabin. Knock at the door. Anyways, the M, the M Night Shyamalan movie that's coming out. February that's coming is going to be a busy month. That's coming out in two weeks. Right. Knock at the cabin. And then yeah. Quantum Mania is not too far after that. I think there's three movies. It's that 
Knock at the Cabin, Quantum Mania, and Cocaine Bear all in Cocaine February. Cocaine Bear. I want to see Cocaine Bear. That's right. That's what I'm most excited about of those three. Dude, right. this might be the best month of all of movie making. <laughs> of all time. Of all time coming soon. Stupid Cocaine Bear? Come Cocaine on. Bear. Nothing's going to be better. Well, than you that. know what's also great is we all have a new favorite TV show. Yes, because we do. HBO we do. Max's The Last of Us was fucking incredible. Fucking awesome. Episode one hooks you right away. I loved the video games and I love this show. Go watch it. And if you want to hear or watch, see what we have to say about it, well, then you can go to the brand new patreon.com slash Hollywood hogwash. Correct. For only $3 a month. You get all of our bonus episodes. That's where we are reviewing The Last of Us Season 1. That's where we will also be reviewing any TV shows that we watch going forward, like The Mandalorian, which is coming out in March. So. Uh, we got Invincible Season 2, The Boy Season 4 at some point. That's right. The Righteous Gemstones, the I think, are coming out this gemstones. year. Barry. Oh, my God. Barry. I mean, HBO Max, just in general, is going to be releasing a ton of shit this year. Right. And, oh, by the way... Maybe we do some brackets. Mm, we've got mm. some brackets. We have one that we're uh, that we're currently working on uh, that'll be coming out soon. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, I've got a few bracket ideas. Uh, we all do. So yes, very excited for that. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/HollywoodHogwash. It's only three dollars a month minimum, and of course you can cancel any time. Now this has only been live for a few days, and we already have. 46 people cool. that thank signed up. Thank you all. And yeah, just in a few days. So thank you so much. Going to read off the names really quick. Uh, but please join the bandwagon. These are all the people that joined. So thank you. And a lot of them are uh, also what's wrong with wrestling patrons as well. So thank you so much. But without further ado, thank you to Tony Stanley, John Murphy, Harpoon Fingerfuck. Yep, he's here. <laughs> Love that uh, guy. We got Tim, Joseph Rocha, Mikey Chukraiki, Ron Johnson, go Jets. Okay. Uh, Dr. Tots, Eric Caeta, Daniel Nichols, Andy Picconi, Bobby Cox, Bobby Jerry Cox. Yang, Andre the Goon, Falcon Spade, uh, PCJ, Pop Culture Junkie, mm. uh, Mannix the Balt, uh, Tone EC, Bobby, Bobby the Mark Sordam. Uh, Kyle Wheeler, Michael Ha, Casey Bailey, Joseph Ryling, Jimmy Russell, Sebastian Gringas, S. Thorne, Noah, WW, Triple Seven, D Log, Chief Nakahomer, <laughs> Nick Ryder, Derzako, Brian, David Camp, 199 Big T, Nathan Bain, Wesley Rothbone, Toddy Beck, Amraj Mali, Gerardo Carrizal, Anita Dick and Me, Danny DeVito's Duck, Seth Hughes, Dalton Inglis, <laughs> Louis Ogaz, uh, Pete Garrett and the and uh, McMahon Helmsley regime. <gasps> oh my wow. gosh! He got through it. Holy shit! You and guys... all of you deserve this. Oh, you guys oh. have great fucking names. I love how we have Danny DeVito's duck and also Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow, you guys. Uh... You guys really made my fucking weekend with this. Same Seriously, here. because, Same here. I, you know, it's like, all right, I'm telling these guys, I'm like, all right, I'm going to launch the Patreon. You know, we'll see how many people sign up. You never know. And then like 46 people right off the bat. So that's pretty fucking amazing. 
And uh, if you want to join the bandwagon, I mean, that's the best way to convince someone to do anything is, hey, look, everyone else is doing it. Yeah, right. So be like all those cool people. We'll read your name on the air. Patreon.com slash Hollywood Hogwash. Yeah, join it. Join the fun. The Last of Us is so awesome. You have to watch it with us. For real. Yeah. It's a great ride. Serial. All right. Before we get to one of the best movies ever. Well, just since you were talking about The Last of Us. Yeah. I did want to bring up that apparently it was HBO's second best debut of the last decade mm. with 4.7 million viewers. Behind uh, House of Dragon, right? Behind House of Dragon. And, but House of Dragon was like 10 million. Right. Uh, apparently, Boardwalk Empire is the number one. Right. But, but see, that's because so many people love the video game. Uh, yeah. That's why they checked it out. Unlike House of Dragon, which went down... Yeah. Week after week, I think a lot of people are going to be getting on the bandwagon oh, yeah. week over week because a lot of right. people didn't really know what Last of Us was, yeah. including me. And now that I saw it, I'm like, holy shit. Right. Wow. I have to tell everybody I know that this is an amazing show. Yeah. But it won't win any awards because it's zombies, not dragons. Right. No. Zombies don't win awards. No, they don't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> there won't be any House of Dragon episodes this year, but it'll still win awards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fact that that fucking move, that, that fucking show won the best drama is Over so ridiculous. Better call Saul. That fucking show was so boring. Mm. Nonetheless, though, let's get to the Hollywood hogwash. There were a couple trailers that came out this week. We had The Mandalorian. We had another trailer for The Mandalorian. And we had Invincible Season 2. Uh, Invincible Season 2 is just the main character sitting with one of the other guys like at a diner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually haven't seen it yet, uh, but again, very excited for Invincible season two. Same. Mandalorian showed a bunch of action. It showed Grogu doing like get you know he has more force powers now. He's getting stronger. Right. We we don't we still don't know who like the main villain is for season three of Mandalorian, but we see that he's gotten like other Mandalorians with him. Right. So maybe they let him back in, or these are like rogue Mandalorians. We don't know. Well, it does seem like uh, this season that we're going to be seeing uh, Mando try to become a Mandalorian again. Right. You know, we're going to see that. I think we're going to see a little bit more of Grogu's backstory. Yeah. Uh, A lot of people are speculating that we're going to see Order 66, uh, which is a... um, it's a it's a form. Well, we know what that is. Okay, yeah. So that was when they killed all the Jedi. Right. But Order 66 was way... Before this, a lot of people are speculating about that. Well, in, so in, in the Obi Wan show, we saw we saw some Order sixty six stuff. Right. Order sixty six. I don't know what that. I mean, I, I, sure, more flashbacks. I guess I don't know. More flashbacks, probably. Uh, so it seems really interesting. I uh, think Ashoka will be on this right as, again because mm-hmm. she's also getting a show, uh, which I think is also coming think, out this, yeah, this year. year. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that there might be some tie-ins with that, especially since... There has to be. Yeah, Yeah. I'm really excited to see them try to pull us back in because the end of season two of Mando, it seemed like the perfect ending. True. How do you tell story from this going forward? You can't top that moment. Right. Yeah. So So we'll see. Yeah, this will be great. Right. Uh, But yeah, excited for both of those shows. Same. Uh, so Aquaman star Jason Momoa recently posted a video on social media and he's like, he's like giggling basically. He's like, Oh, I just had a wonderful meeting with James Gunn and 
Peter Safran about my future with the DCU. They told but, me I'm fired. <laughs> no. no, but he was like, but sh- I can't tell you anything yet, but oh, these guys are awesome. Fuck yeah. So I don't know. We don't know what that exactly means. Uh, maybe he's excited because he's he's not Aquaman anymore. I don't know. There's been a lot of rumors that Jason Momoa is going to play a different character. I can't really see that happening. But like the Aquaman character that they made for Jason Momoa, like I could see James Gunn being like, yeah, I could work with this. Mm-hmm. Like I could actually make him cool, which DC has been trying to do this whole time and been right. failing. But because James Gunn is so good, like I can make him cool. By the way, like <clears throat> a fan sent me a clip of this podcast, like, uh, like a year ago or something. And I was, and oh no, it wasn't a year ago, but it was when we were talking about how DC is looking for a new, is looking for their Kevin Feige. Right. Whenever that was. And on, and on the podcast, I said, they should just, they should just give it to James Gunn. <laughs> and that's what happened <laughs> like six months later. Now he's, wow. It finally made its way up through the HBO ranks. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? That's a great idea. It's crazy that they were thinking what I was thinking. Wow. It's just that simple. They finally passed the podcast up that far. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I, I think Jason Momoa would uh, succeed with James Gunn. I think his character could be fun, kind of like Thor. Well, I mean, if Ezra Miller is going to stick around. Ezra Miller's sticking around. Jason Momoa. Sure Jason Momoa. Good. Henry Cavill and The Rock, go fuck yourself. You're making right. me angry. You've got to fire Cavill, but you can bring back Momoa. No, you fire one of them, you fire all of them. Yeah. Uh, that's what I would thought, but apparently not. So We'll see. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, also, moving on, uh, after ruining the Joker and Morbius, it looks like Jared Leto is uh, going to be ruining another franchise. <laughs> A superhero franchise? Yes, hear about this? No. Deadline reports that Jared Little will star in Tron 3. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. A trilogy we will not be No, uh, I'm not watching this to. shit. Oh, my God. A franchise so, that was already dead after Tron 2. I was never into Tron. I never saw the first one. I never saw it either. But then the second one came out, and I'm like, all right, it looks cool. Look, visually, it looks cool. I watched it. I was like, what the fuck was this? The first was one nothing. was nothing. The first one was fun. The second one was super sad and dark and mopey, and that's not what Tron was. Yeah. Why? Uh, I never saw either of them. So why? But no, the, and lucky. Tron is another Disney production. Yeah. Disney oh, just Disney they fucking franchise? own everything, okay. man. Fucking Disney. So you know it's gonna suck. <laughs> yes. So yeah, we we're not gonna see Jared Leto, fucking Morbius, blah, Joker, blah. Fucking terrible. Speaking Mor- of the Joker. Uh, Matt Hamill, uh, Mark, God damn it, Mark Hamill, uh, told Empire Magazine that he doubts he'll play Joker again because he says it wouldn't feel the same without Kevin Conroy. Oh, Did, that's special. Didn't he already say that like a number of years ago? I thought he already said he was done doing Joker. Maybe, but then when they were like, hey, we're going to make these awesome video games and uh, we want you. And he was like, I don't think so. And they're like, how about a million dollars? Okay. Yeah, because he was still doing the video games, right? Yeah. Yeah. But he's done now. Well, it's kind of sweet, you know? Sure. They were tied together for so long, and, you know, he played an excellent Joker. I mean, he's been the Joker for a very long time. Yeah, but there's no Hamill Joker without Kevin Conroy. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's kind of nice. That's what he says. Love Kevin Conroy's gone, so is he. It's nice. Well, he's still alive. He's but you not. know what I mean. Yeah. In spirit. In spirit. 
In spirit, no, he's physically alive. But he in didn't spirit. He didn't, they're leaving together. It, Josh, leaving he didn't together. actually force himself to death like I in the Last Jedi, that. where he just went and just forced too hard and basically shit his pants and died. Well, that's that's great. That's good news. Thanks, Rian Johnson. You yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. So Netflix uh, apparently made a Power Rangers movie with the original blue and black Rangers. Yeah, I heard about this. Uh, the original pink Power Ranger, Amy Jo Johnson, turned it down, though. Sure. Because... Uh, but look, like, here's... They're, like, 60. I mean, really, they're, like, 50, and it's like, oh, oh wow. God, like, why? Yeah. Oh, no. What What is this? Uh, there's, they're, like, 50 years old wow. in, in the Power Ranger costumes. Well, look, wow. look, this works if you get all of them except for Tommy. But yeah. because you can't get all of them because the Yellow Ranger's dead. But Tommy's then it's like, dead. I don't know who they those are. Those are just replacement actors or maybe they're some of like the newer Power Rangers. Yeah. Two and they're of, only like 35 instead of 50. Yeah. Two <laughs> of them are dead. And if you can't even get the other two, they're still alive. Yeah. Just don't even bother. Are they still playing teenagers? I mean, the yes, I think so. I think so. They're in high school. <laughs> It looks so bad. Like, why would you make this movie? Don't That's do that. That's so weird. That's so fucking weird. Uh, uh, also, uh, prosecutors in New Mexico have reportedly announced that Alec Baldwin will be charged with involuntary manslaughter after handling the gun which discharged on the set of Rust in October 2021. That's when this podcast started. This podcast began and we were like, hey, guys, let's start for the podcast. Alec Baldwin murdered someone. <laughs> Can Allegedly. you fucking imagine Allegedly. some? you're working on a movie? You're yeah. an actor. Some prop guy hands you a gun. Right. And you pull the trigger. And it's like, holy shit. You handed me a loaded gun. Right. And now you're going to prison. Yeah. Because some dude handed you a loaded gun and told right. you to pull the trigger. Yeah. That's how I, I feel about. I feel the same way. Like, how is that guy not also charged? Right. Like, okay. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to charge Alec Baldwin, fine. Charge the whole. Yeah. The producer, the director, everyone involved. Right. Wasn't the last holy shit? Wasn't the last update that we had? What they were still going on with production, and they were yeah. trying to finish the movie. Well, yeah, and, and the uh, <laughs> the cinematographer's husband, yeah, settled uh, is, is settled, right? I, think I don't know was. if he's settled or he's suing that he's like he wants all of Alec Baldwin's money mm. from the movie. He's like, you know, so I don't know. So interesting. I, I kind of wonder how this is going to play out. I mean, apparently, like, apparently, even you know, of course, it wasn't supposed to be a real gun, but Alec Baldwin wasn't wasn't supposed to be firing it towards the camera while people were behind the camera, and he claims he didn't pull the trigger. But everyone's like, "Dude, the thing doesn't just fire on its That's own." That's kind of how guns work. You have to pull a trigger. You got to pull a trigger. <laughs> I think so. Him saying that doesn't help public opinion. I think Paul Shear said it best. He said. Uh, something on Twitter along the lines of expecting a loaded gun to be present on a movie set is comparable to expecting a real dragon to be yeah. on set for Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah. Fucking I, I mean, Baldwin should have just been like, I thought it was fake gun. It's supposed to be a fake gun. Like, why the fuck would there be a live gun with live ammo on set? Right. But instead, he went into the whole, ah, well, it wasn't my fault. And I the crazy anything. thing is, it wasn't the first time. Brandon Lee on the set of Crow 2. Yeah, but every other time it's been like a a dummy round, but it just it went weird and went yeah. wrong. This was actually live rounds. Right. It's yeah, it's fucking crazy. Wild. We'll see where they go with this. Uh what do you got? 
Uh, I just had one thing this week. Uh, so expectations for Ant-Man, I think, are going to get ratcheted way up. Paul yeah, Rod. they're gonna kill Paul Rudd. No, 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 no. Well, <laughs> who knows? Awesome. Maybe. I, look, we're gonna Maybe. have uh, we're gonna have some bets going before we see this movie. Yep. Um, I've got Michael Douglas uh, kicking the can. I've got both <laughs> of them. Happen. Both of them. Could happen. Anyone else? They're who else? Kill can they kill? Guardians of the Galaxy. We're like, so everyone, everyone's gonna die. You got everyone. Okay, yep. everyone. Yeah. Scorecard full. Uh, yeah, I look forward to the scorecard score for sure. Uh, so Paul Rudd, in an interview with Fandang, Fandango, the movie site. Not the wrestler. <laughs> not the wrestler. Jesus. Uh, he was quoted as saying, for people that are aware, I think we're going to have some good cameos in there. Oh. Some really good ones. Just spoil I'm it. obviously not going to tell you who they are. Loki. But I think the ones that people find out about and learn about will be a tin. Wow. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's spoiled it he would just be like let me just say you're gonna watch the movie and then be like wow <laughs> cheap it's gonna be cheap fan service because they're killing ant-man so hey we're gonna give you a fun cameo or two because we're killing paul Rudd. there's tom cruise as iron man no josh enough with that it's not gonna happen it's gonna happen one it's day it's not gonna happen listen you said that we were going to get a new leadership change at warner brothers and it happened that's true so you know what i'm putting it out in the universe yeah, but Josh, you're and not eventually me. it's going to happen. But Josh, you're not me. Well, speak it out in the universe, Andrew. Yeah. No, you don't have my powers. <laughs> I make suggestions. What do you want to see? Come on, you know you want to see that, right? Tom Cruise's Iron Man? Well, yeah, but yeah, not sure. if Paul Aaron Rudd dies. I don't want to have to see Paul Rudd die to see that. Okay. Yeah, sure, I want to see it too, Josh, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. I know, I'm excited. As a great man once said. You! I agree. I also think Deadpool's going to be in this movie. How? I'm not really sure. Deadpool? <laughs> he, my expectations are through the roof for cameos, okay? Yeah. Wolverine's going to be in it. I'm not really oh, sure how. Oh, you stupid ass. <laughs> Look, I think we could expect Loki and probably Owen Wilson and maybe Sylvie, right? Because they're all involved already sure. with uh, Kang. Sure. Kang. So it makes sense. Reed Richards, maybe? Uh, no, we'll that already happened. Yeah, That's over with. Happen. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm excited, that's to say the least. Good. Josh is excited so that yeah. he's getting himself ramped up so he could be let down once the movie comes yeah. out. That's gonna be fun. That's true. Next month. I actually have one thing. Mm. Oh. So I don't know how this is gonna work, but I saw one fan posted thing. Uh-huh. And so we've all seen K Hui Kwan. Yes. Is that how you say his name? Thank yes. you. So he won a Golden Globe for yeah. His role in the best movie. I don't give a shit who actually won the Golden Globe. The best movie yeah. of 2022. So somebody made a... Everybody knows Kei Hui Kwan probably either from the Goonies or Indiana Jones. Right. right. Somebody made a fan image. And it was Kei Hui Kwan as Short Round... <laughs> I think I saw that. <laughs> and they made a Indiana Jones style poster in the like the painted yeah. image, and it's got like skulls and like shit. it's his own spinoff movie, right? <laughs> right, and it's the tales of short round, and he's like wearing a leather vest and everything. It looks fucking awesome. That's yeah, I would that's love cool. to see that. I'd be fine with an expanded uh, universe for uh, Indiana Jones. I would rather see that than the Indy Five that's coming out probably. Sure. Yeah, gosh. Oh, my God. We're getting, That's going to be one where like Aaron's like, come on, guys. 
I'm probably gonna <laughs> The Dial of Destiny. I'm gonna Nazis dra- in space. I'm gonna drag you guys to that movie and then I'm gonna kill myself and all of us <laughs> when the movie's over. I wanna see it. I wanna see Nazis in space. Space Nazis. Space Nazis. Yeah. I wanna see it too, and then we're all gonna die. Great. <laughs> Sounds Damn. like a plan. When does it, it come out? Dark. Summer? Summer. It's I think, gotta yeah. be summer. Who cares? All right. Well, on to the greatest third movie of all time. Yes. The Dark Knight Rises. Yep. That's more like Inception. <laughs> That's like yes. Inception. Uh, yeah, again, love these fucking movies. Oh, I get so worked up. So worked up. But we start off, it's a flashback of Jim Gordon praising Harvey Dent at the memorial from The Dark Knight. Remember at the end of The Dark Knight? A hero, not the one we deserve, but the one we needed. Nothing less than a knight shining. And this scene, he's like, you know, I knew Harvey Dent. I was his friend. And there will be a long, it will be a very long time until someone inspires us the way he did. I believed in Harvey Dent. And fast forward eight years later. So this wow. is where Aaron's going to get upset. Because that means that Batman was only around for six months. And then he was gone for eight years. Yep. Then he came back for a day. And then gone forever. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that Well, then that he too. was gone, then he came back for another day, and then gone forever again. Yeah. I was still. thinking about that, too. Like, Batman really never really had a lot of time. No. Crippled and sad in his mansion. Alone. That's Batman. Yeah. But still, it's a trilogy, so it works for the trilogy. Uh, so we have an epic opening scene. I remember they showed this... They showed this opening scene months before the movie came out. I think it was before the Mission Impossible movie. If you saw it in IMAX, you saw this entire first scene. And that was the main reason why I saw Mission Impossible in IMAX at the time. I was like, "Ah, I'm not really into the movie, but I want to see this fucking first scene. And no one could understand a single word Bane said. So they went back. Because of the fan feedback, they went back and put less audio effects on Bane's voice so that we could actually understand ah. him. Because originally it was just like, and we're just like, what, what? We can't understand anything. Then fast forward to Tenet when it's just, like, just all over again. It's like, oh, it's Bane again. For like in Tenet, you can't understand a lot of shit people say. Interesting. So that's that's a good thing for sure. And a lot of people complained in general just about. How interesting Bane sounded, how tough it was. So I can only imagine how the first draft was. In looking back, so many people griped about Bane's voice. Mm. And in looking back, I'm almost kind of convinced at this point that his his voice was <clears throat> it was meant to make us hate him even more. Because here's this hulking yeah. fucking guy that's gonna rip Batman apart and oh I'm Bane. <laughs> Like that made you just hate him so fucking much because he sounded so annoying. Well, he even though he's punch yeah, him I mean, even face. though he's like a big steroid guy, like he's he's really a mastermind he, genius. He sounds like the most annoying fucking piece of shit, and I think that was masterful. <laughs> yeah. Looking looking back now, well, yeah. that's what got his face kicked in later in the movie. Yes, and if you thought you know last week, well, you know Andrew's doing his Joker impressions, but you know it's not like. Next week for the Dark Knight Rises. Well, perhaps he was wondering why someone would shoot a man without throw it, uh, before throwing him out of a plane. 
At least you could talk. Who are you? It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. No one cared for me until I took off the mask. If I pull that off, will you die? It will be extremely painful. You're a big guy. For you. Was getting caught part of your plan? Of course. <laughs> well, congratulations. You got yourself caught. So what's the next step of your master plan? Crashing this plane. Dun, 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 dun. And like the fact that they actually pulled this off with stunt people. I know, it's right? It's fucking crazy. I know. I think a stunt person died in this movie. It was probably this scene. So I've, thank you. R.I.P. to the guy who died. And from what I had read that apparently like a lot of portions of the scene were real, especially with the plane being flipped over. Yeah. And stuff like that. Because I know how much Christopher Nolan likes to do all these real special effects and stuff like that. Well, I mean, yeah, just looking great. at that scene, like it didn't look CGI at all. Mm-mm. That looked like a plane that really flipped upside down. It was... Yeah. Being dragged by another plane. Right. Crazy, fucking crazy. <laughs> Imagine seeing that in the sky. What the fuck? And then just to show you how dedicated Bane's goons are, like one guy's like getting strapped in and then Bane's like, no, they expect one of us in the wreckage, brother. Have we started to fire? Yes. The fire rises. And that guy's just willingly like, okay, I'm dead. All right. That's fine. That just tells you right away. Like, yeah, it's a suicide mission. Um, and, and then, like, you know, board. the doctor, they're kidnapping and uh, they're doing this whole, like, staging his death by pumping his blood into the other guy. Look, look, a lot of people point out that they would be able to check dental records uh, after this crash. Also, like, they, like, it was just sold that it was like, yeah, it was a plane crash. Well, actually, it looks like someone, like, <laughs> took the wings off. Took the wings <laughs> off first because those wings landed, like, 300 miles from where the other plane did. (laughs) So people have pointed out the hypocrisy. Uh, I have a friend named Jim who, like, hates this movie. And, like, me and him have this really funny back and forth. Uh, It's a shame he doesn't live here because I would have brought him on because the way he explains everything is so funny. Um, But I really like when he's got the doctor and Bane's like, Calm down, doctor. Now's not the time for fear. That comes later. And then pushes the button. The plane falls. <sighs> Such a fucking sweet scene. Great opening scene for sure. Which was like, you know, yeah, we have the Joker's bank heist in the dark night. You know, how do we top this? Yeah, plane hijack scene with another plane is pretty awesome. So then we have uh, Harvey Dent Day hosted by Bruce at Wayne Manor. He hosts these parties, but he's a recluse. No one's... No one's seen Batman in eight years, and no one's seen Bruce Wayne in eight years. Interesting. Nobody put two and two together. Except for me, Alfred. I've, I've seen Bruce, but just me. And everyone thinks Batman murdered Harvey Dent. Even the mayor's like, this fucking piece of shit murdered him. What an asshole. And uh, he, he gives it up to for Commissioner Gordon. Gordon wants to tell everyone the truth. He's got a letter. He's haunted by the truth. But he pusses, pussies out. He's like, maybe the time isn't right. Everyone else is like, that's pretty sus there, uh, Commissioner. You have this letter, and you're like, oh, maybe the time is not right? Wait. I was going was to make this statement, but no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. What was the statement? Uh, you don't need uh, Bane will tell you later. It's fine. <laughs> and also, Gordon's wife left him, like, I assume because he covered up the whole Harvey Dent. Like, she was probably at home like, he held a gun to your son's head. And then you're telling everyone he's this great guy? Fuck you. I'm moving to Cleveland. Gordon's like, Cleveland? 
Of all places. <laughs> Fucking Cleveland? Jesus. Yeah. Cleveland's uh, a dream. Also, we have Anne Hathaway playing Selena Kyle. She's working as a servant at the party. Uh, but really, she's just there to steal Bruce's mom's pearl necklace and his fingerprints. And just to scare her, Bruce is like, oh, I'm going to shoot her with a bow and arrow. That's such an odd scene. Like, he's just there. She's looking, and then she's like, oh, my God. And it's just, like, inches from him just murdering her. But it's a good thing he's Batman. Thank God he's an excellent marksman. I would never kill, but I'm going to shoot this arrow two inches from your head to let you know that I might kill you, but if I won't. If I was Ben Affleck, you'd be dead. <laughs> well, of course. Everyone would be dead. <laughs> Everyone in Gotham would be dead. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's, he tells her like, you know, you can't leave with the pearls and she's like, oh, you wouldn't beat up a woman no more, uh, no more than I would beat up a cripple and just trips him and then does an unnecessary backflip out of the window. But it looked cool. It looked amazing. Come on. And then she gets in that congressman's car and he's like, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Like unannounced. But to be fair, if Anne Hathaway just got in your car, you would be like, yeah, all right. Where Where, are we going? Where, where do I go? (laughs) No one would complain. (laughs) No. Uh, then we she, meet. We just got to talk about how amazing she is as Selena Kyle. She's great. She does a great job. Uh, Everyone does a great job yes. in this movie, but yeah. Uh, then we meet uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt playing Officer Blake. Uh, he immediately doesn't buy the story of Batman murdering Dent. He's talking to Gordon. And this was not, this scene wasn't in the trailers, but like when Joseph Gordon was, uh, Levitt was doing. Uh, press for this like he was on Conan he was on these talk shows they played this scene and in the scene he tells Gordon don't you want to know who he was and Gordon's like oh I know exactly who he was he was the Batman but the way he says it I was watching and I'm like oh he knows he knows who Batman is 100% like before this movie even started and there were always rumors mm-hmm. that he was gonna be Robin and Nolan always said he wouldn't do Robin but it was like, well, if anyone's going to know who Batman is, clearly it's Robin. Yeah. So it made a lot of sense. Some great police work, for sure. Well, it had nothing to do with police work. <laughs> Intuition, maybe? <laughs> Intuition. Uh, then we finally see the new and improved Batcave that they teased at the end of Batman Begins in 2005. I was thinking about making improvements on the southeast corner, precisely. And 2005 to 2012, we had to wait seven years to see the new and improved Batcave. Well, if you think about it, too, so they started production in Batman Begins, right? Yeah. And then in uh, uh, Dark Knight, he never really got to use it because it was, what, no. six weeks later? Six months. Six months. So it's this has been unused for eight for six years eight, uh, six, i think six. well i think he he doesn't go out as batman but he just he's on the computer all day he's like checking his facebook status master went you like a teenage boy just on that computer in a cave yours yours pale as a piece of paper alfred the sound system down here is amazing <laughs> he's just watching movies it's like yeah it's awesome but the bat cave looks cool i don't know how they made it you know, I don't think it was just Lucius with a hammer and nail. All right, it's gonna be it's gonna be a seven year project, Mister Wayne. I mean, they had to have paid some people and then buried them in that cave somewhere, right? <laughs> right. Or just had some NDAs be signed. How the fuck did they have Batman Begins? Yeah, and then not too long after that, they had Dark Knight, and he fights the fucking Joker, and then eight years of nothing. Like all of Batman's prime years, he's just. 
Yeah. Sitting at Wayne Manor doing nothing. Yeah. That bothers me. I that, know it does. That he really was, bothers he me. He was depressed from Rachel's death. Yeah. It took him so long. Knocked him out. Yep. Bruce Wayne doesn't give a fuck. So, of course, uh, Alfred wants Bruce to ask Selena on a date. And he's like, so now you want to set me up with a jewel thief? At this point, I'll set you up with a chimpanzee if it brought you back to the world. A lot of good lines there. Great. Uh, then we have Alfred telling Bruce his fantasy that, you know, before you left Gotham, before all, uh, before all this, you were gone seven years. Seven years I waited, hoping you wouldn't come back. Every year, I took a holiday. There's a cafe on uh, in Italy and... You know, every every evening I would order a Fernie Branca. I had this fantasy that I would look across the tables and see you there with a wife, maybe a couple kids. You wouldn't say anything to me, nor me to you, but we both know that you made it, that and then you're I was, happy. And then I would say never. I never <laughs> wanted you to come back to Gotham. I always knew there was nothing here for you other than pain and tragedy, and I wanted something more for you than that. I still do. God, that stung. Never. It stung. But I mean, that was, can, that was can, deep. can we just talk about how depressing of a plan that is, too? He's going to go to Paris. He hopes to see Italy, Bruce Wayne. It's Italy, you stupid Whatever. Fuck. He's going to see him and he's not going to just, just going to give him the, the nod from afar. Yeah, yeah, because, again, Alfred just reminds Bruce of, Bruce of Gotham. It's not depressing at all. It, Alfred is his this, father. He wants him to have a happy ending. No, for sure. This whole this whole three movie arc, that's all he wants. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Just like his dad. Yeah. So uh Selena Kyle shows up with the congressman to her meeting with the bad guys, gives them Bruce's fingerprints, and they're like, Yeah, we can't have loose ends. And even in that dress, no one's gonna miss you. And she's like, No, but my friend over there, every cop in the city's missing him. That's cute, but they're not going to be looking for him in a place like this. I don't know. You did just use his cell phone. Smart. Uh, Very smart lady. The SWAT team, you know, they act fast. I mean, that was a text message. They're there 30 seconds later. No, of course, that's not how it works, but it was kind of funny. Um, so, yeah, they bust in. Zelina acting like a woman in distress uh, to fool the SWAT team was great. Her just, like, screaming. And she's like, oh, help me, help me, help me. Uh, then Gordon arrives, follows the bad guys down the manhole, but he gets taken out pretty quickly. You know, he's past his prime at this point. For sure, yeah. Uh, the goons bring Gordon to Bane, and Bane is pissed. He's like, why are you here? And they're like, answer him. I was asking you. And he gets pissed off at the goons that brought him. He's like, you panicked, and your weakness has cost the lives of three others. Uh, strangles one guy to death just with his bare hand. Like he's fucking right. Darth Vader, but just crushes his fucking throat. Mm -hmm. And then Gordon rolls into the fucking water to escape. And the goon's like, he's dead. So show me his body. <laughs> and then he fucking puts a cell phone in the guy's jacket and then shoots him down to go follow Gordon. We're forgetting the best part. Huh. When after he crushes the first guy's throat, yeah. he turns to the other guy and he says, yeah, search Gordon. And then I'm going to kill you. Search him. Holy then shit. Then I will kill you. You know, in hindsight... The guy's like, yeah, okay, sure. In hindsight, the goons were actually pretty helpful because he was able to get that, uh, that the letter. speech. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so then, thankfully, Blake, he remembered that dead teenager that was found outside one of the sewer tunnels. So he runs there and he, he saves Gordon. So that was a good little touch there. 
Uh, then Officer Blake goes to Wayne Manor. Alfred opens the door. He's like, I need to speak to Bruce Wayne. Alfred's like, oh, Mr. Wayne doesn't take unscheduled calls, even from a police officer. And if I come back with a warrant for the investigation of Harvey Dent's murder, is that still uh, unscheduled? <laughs> so he's like, oh, damn. He just fucking owned Alfred right there. And that's where Blake tells Bruce that he knows he's Batman because Blake was an orphan. Bruce came to visit them. They were so excited. Bruce Wayne, billionaire orphan. And he saw the fake happy look that Bruce always put on because Blake's like, yeah, I put on the same face. And he's like, right there when I saw you, I knew who you really were. Which a lot of people had problems with this. I could see why they had issues with it. Because like you just saw that he looked sad. You knew he was Batman. Right. Um, but it doesn't really bother me. Because in the end, he is Robin. And it's kind of like fate brought them together because he's Robin sure, and he's sure. Batman. I can see why people had an issue with it, but it's in terms of an I can understand where they went with that. It made sense. Like him understanding on a primal level, like I see in you what I see in me. Right. That makes sense. I can buy that. Yeah. I think so as well. Well, I think the big issue is that I don't think that proof would stand up enough for a warrant. No, that was just a <laughs> I know, he Fucking, was bluffing. That was just to get Alfred, yeah. Um, so uh, Blake also tells Bruce that Gordon told him about a masked man called Bane, and Bruce is like, shouldn't, you're, shouldn't you be telling your superior officers? And he was like, uh, they asked if he saw any giant alligators, which is a little nod to Killer Croc. I thought that was pretty cool. Yep, amazing. Because it's not like you could ever do Killer Croc in a Christopher Nolan Batman movie. No. Like, that's just not... That'd be too much, CGM? <laughs> that, that wouldn't work. I mean, because the... Christopher Nolan Batman movies, there's no, uh, like, superpower. Like, no one has superpowers. Like, even Bane, who's all, like, steroid. It's not like Bane had superpowers. That's true. He was right. the big buff steroid guy. Right. He was not the Bane He didn't the have comics. the Venom shit and, right. you know, be the size of the Hulk. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so then Bruce visits Gordon in the hospital. Uh, but first, he makes his own doctor appointment where the fucking cop from Reno 911 <laughs> is the cop. Oh, that's right. Or is the doctor. And the yeah. doctor tells me, he's like, yeah, your knee is still fucked. Mm -hmm. He's like, I've seen worse cartilage in knees. That's good. No, that's because there's no cartilage in your knee. So <laughs> I can't recommend that you go hella skiing, Mr. Wayne. He's well, like, yeah, all right. Whatever the fuck that is. Sounds interesting. Uh, so Bruce uh, visits Gordon. He wears a ski mask. And I remember they played this audio in like the first teaser and Bruce isn't talking like Batman. Bruce is talking like Bruce. And when they just played the mm. teaser, only playing the audio, I was like, oh, Gordon must know he's talking to Bruce Wayne. So like at this point, Gordon must know, you know, who Batman is. But no, Bruce is wearing a ski mask. And that's where Gordon tells him Batman has to come back. What if he doesn't exist anymore? He must. And then uh, Bruce uh, shows up to Miranda Tate's charity ball. But he only goes because Zelina Kyle's there. Like, right. He's just interested in her. He was chasing tail. I got No, I got to get my, my pearls back. My mom's pearls. I really like when he showed up and the photographers start taking pictures, but Bruce has like a device. And he just presses a button and turns all their cameras off. Right. I fucking love that scene. Amazing. Love the like, What tech. the fuck? Uh, and then Miranda tells Bruce... You know, they're talking about the clean energy project and all that that he invested in. And the first hint of who she really is, she tells Bruce, 
You have to invest if you want to restore balance to the world. Nice touch. There's so many like that yeah. in this movie that we'll get to. But Ra's al Ghul right there. So fucking good. And Selena's there with some old fuck that I guess she's going to rob. Uh, but Bruce cuts in on their dance. And uh, did you notice that everyone was wearing a mask except for Bruce Wayne? Because oh, Bruce Wayne is Batman's mask. That's his mask. Yeah. Oh, get it? I love that. Interesting. Pretty nice. Yeah. So Selena tells Bruce there's a storm coming, and when it hits, you're all going to wonder how you thought you could live so large and leave so little for the rest of us. That felt so ominous to me. Right. Yeah. More than almost anything else in that movie. You sound like you're looking forward to it. I'm adaptable. And then he takes his pearls back, but then she kisses him. And then uh, later he's, he tells Valet, he's like, oh, I seem to have lost my ticket. Your wife said you were taking a cab home. My wife? And then cut to Zelina in the Lamborghini commercial. <laughs> <laughs> but still, another really cool scene just to show how much of a badass she is. Amazing. She's and then great. I love when Alfred picks him up. He gets in the back seat. Just you, sir. Don't worry, Master Wayne. Takes a little time getting back into swing of things. She's like up. a teenager. Shut up, Alfred. <laughs> oh, you you can't get laid, Master Wayne. Okay, that's too bad. So then Bruce visits Fox, and he's like, oh, you lost all my money. And Morgan Freeman's like, actually, you did that, stupid. You fucking bought this nuclear reactor and didn't turn it on, you dumb fuck. But that's all right. Um... And then he's like, you know, he also wants him to date Miranda. We all just want what's best for you, We all just want what's best. And then he's like, anything else? No. Why? Oh, these conversations usually end with an unusual request. I'm retired. Well, let me show you some stuff anyway. (laughs) So it's Lucius's Fox's... He's an enabler. Yes. Without Lucius, maybe, you know, we've got a different plan here. Bruce, I've been in this fucking room for eight years, goddammit. Please, just check out some of this shit. I've just been building for I, I literally can't show this shit to anyone else. It's just me. I've been waiting for you, Bruce. I could have made a YouTube channel. I would be so popular with all of this cool magical shit that we have here. I gave you that fucking button that turns the cameras off, Bruce. You can at least come down this elevator. Uh, so Fox shows Bruce the bat. And yes, Mr. Wayne, it does come in black. And when, when he shows him the bat, I'm in the theaters for the first time. He's like, I took to calling it the bat. I'm like, I'm like next to my dad. I'm like, he's going to say it comes in black. And he's like, yes, it does come in black. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm so fucking great. You I popped. love all the callbacks. <laughs> and after seeing in the Keaton movies, yeah. after seeing it in the first movie, it took three movies and we finally see the bat plane. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, that's what's so great about this trilogy. The first one's the Batmobile. The second one introduces the bat pod motorcycle. Yep. Like each movie has a new fucking vehicle. Yep. That's so fucking brilliant. Uh, so he's like, yeah, the bat, it's awesome, but the autopilot doesn't work. And he's like, uh, you should fix it. And it's like, oh, okay. Uh, that sets things up for later, obviously. Right, 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 right. He also gives Bruce a like magical brace that fixes his knee that has no cartilage. So that's nice. The Wayne Tech's getting better. He just puts on a brace. He's like, oh, cool. Or oh, I can kick I can, walls. I can kick walls. <laughs> well, remember last week. I'm like Bane. Last week uh, when he jumped on the jumped on the car and was cutting through the roof of the car with his hand. 
I thought that that was some type of tech like this kind of. I don't know. All right. It's kind of interesting. Sure. It makes his knee not bad. For sure. Uh, so then Alfred, he sees that he does that. You can see Alfred's like starting to worry. He's like, oh shit, he's thinking about being Batman again. <laughs> he warns Bruce about Bane. He did, he did his research. Tells him the story of Bane in the prison pit that he was raised in, born and raised in hell on earth. And uh, he also tells Bruce that Bane was trained by Ra's al Ghul, but he was excommunicated. And then Bruce is like, you're afraid that if I go back out there, I'll fail. And Alfred's like, no, I'm afraid that you won't too. And more like, you know, just chilling moments from Alfred because uh, maybe he's right. Spoiler alert. Yep. Yeah. So then Bane and his goons infiltrate the stock market. I really love the scene where that like douchebag uh, fucking guy is just like, this is a stock market. There's no money you can steal. Really? Then why are you people here? <laughs> Yeah, love that. pretty great. Uh, there's so many Bane lines in this scene that I like. Like uh, when one guy is telling him, he's like, they cut the fiber. Cell's working for now. I mean, that's been doing that for 10 years now. Time to go been out. Yeah, they cut that. Yeah. Uh, how much longer does the program need? Eight minutes. Time to go mobile. Ah, <laughs> uh, so good. And then Bane and his men bust out of the stock market in motorcycles with hostages sitting with them so that they can't get shot smart plan smart plan uh and this officer foley what's his what's the actor's name uh matthew modine something like that is that him i don't know i was asking you because you said oh, it earlier right 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 yeah, he is so that. fucking worthless in this movie yes. he's always a shithead in everything he's in yes he's like he goes first he's like you know hold your fire then they go, and he's like, go, go, go after them. And then five seconds later, he's like, no, back off. They've got hostages. It's like, what do you want? What do you want, asshole? You said, hold your fire. Then you said, go, go. Then you said, hold off. They've got hostages. Never mind. The fuck is wrong with you? So finally, 46 minutes into the movie, we, we see Batman for the first time. 46 <laughs> minutes before we see Batman. I love it. That's longer than Batman Begins. Christopher Nolan. That's crazy. That's longer than Batman Begins. But it's so fun because when that scene happens, the it's, cop, the guy in the cop, uh, cop car is like, oh, you're in for a treat. Yeah. And that's when we we're all in the movie. We're like, yeah, he's coming back. That's actually a, a direct quote from, I think, Dark Knight Returns, the graphic novel. Mm. That's like a direct quote. Like uh, one of the cops, one of the older cops tells a young cop like, oh, yeah, you're in for a treat tonight. This is going to be awesome. But like. Yes, it took 46 minutes, but because it took that long, when he finally shows up, you're like, oh, my God, there he is. <laughs> it's like, I've been waiting for this. Mm. Oh, my God, it's awesome. The young cop shoots at Batman. He's like, oh, sorry. And the old cop, put that away before you hurt yourself. <laughs> Fucking idiot. It's Batman, stupid. And also, Officer Foley's like, I'm going to do something Gordon never could. I'm going to take down the Batman. And Foley, again, it's all Foley's fault that Bane got away. Yep. Foley had a hard-on for Batman. Batman saves the last hostage, but the police surround him. And then the cops just watch in amazement as Batman escapes. And on the radio, they're telling Foley, like, he's got a lot of firepower. And he's like, and you don't? Right. You guys have guns. So the cops still chase after him. Batman drives into an alley. Foley's all cocky. He's like, like a rat in a trap, gentlemen. And then... We see the bat, and the bat just flies over him. The old cop's like, you might have the wrong animal there, sir. It's a fucking great moment. 
I remember they didn't show it in the trailer. They didn't show the bat, but they showed the they showed the bat. Did they show the bat in yeah. the trailer? Yeah. I, I, okay. Well, that 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 shot was really really cool because I remember the cops hat flying off of him. Yes. As it flew away, and I was like, "Holy shit! This movie is gonna be fucking crazy." Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Meanwhile. Catwoman's trying to steal from the fucking douchey bad guys that are working for Bane, the ones that she gave the fingerprints to, but there's nothing in the safe that she opens. So she confronts one of them because she wants the clean slate device to start all over, but he tells her that, you know, now we don't really have it. It doesn't exist. So then some goons show up. Zelina holds a gun to the douche's head, and she's like, stay back. I'm not bluffing. But then Batman's like, they know. They just don't care. Batman, Batman and Catwoman fight off the goons, but Batman won't let her kill anyone. Uh, more goons show up and shoot at them. Zelina doesn't know if she should go with Batman, but then she sees Bane and she's like, okay, I'm gone. Fuck that noise. All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> and then she says, uh, my mother warned me about getting into cars with strange men. This isn't a car. And then flies away. And then there's a moment where the bat is, is just right on Bane. And right. right there, if Batman had any balls... Just shoot Bane right there, dead. Movie over. You win. Or if Batman was Ben Affleck, you know, sure, then be over. For I mean, sure. I guess Miranda would still be in charge. She'd still be having them do this shit. Yeah, but still, she'd be missing the muscle. But Batman, Bane. Yeah. he doesn't kill. I mean, until later. But you know, we'll talk about that. <laughs> so Batman takes Selena to a roof, um, but she does the Irish goodbye. That's a little. That's a fun thing where Batman says, "So that's what that feels like." Which apparently in the comics, Superman did that to him and he said the same line. Hmm. So that's also from a comic where Batman's like, so that's what that feels like. Interesting. But yeah, that was a fun moment. Uh, then Bruce goes home and Alfred berates him, warns him about fighting Bane. And this is Alfred's big moment right. where he tells Bruce. And that's where like you re like you know that Alfred loves him and everything. But this scene it was heartbreaking. of Michael Caine, like he should have won... Best Supporting Actor at the Academy Awards just for this one scene. 100%. He's like, no more. I've sewn you up. I've set your bones, but I won't bury you. I've buried enough members of the Wayne family. You see only one end to your journey. Leaving is all I have to make you understand. You're not Batman anymore. You have to find another way. You should talk about finishing, about life beyond this awful cave. And Bruce is like, you know, Rachel was my life beyond the cave. You know, I can't move on. She didn't. And he's like, what if she wrote a letter proving that you're know, showing that she want, that she chose Harvey Dent over you? And what if, to spare you pain, I burnt that letter? And then Bruce is like, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking pissed. Um, he's like, how dare you use Rachel yeah, to try to Christ. get me to stop what I'm, I'm using doing. the truth, Master Wayne. Maybe we should all stop trying to outsmart the truth and let it have its day. I'm sorry. You're sorry. You think you could just destroy my world and then we're going to shake hands? No. I know what this means. What does it mean? It means your hatred and it also means losing someone that I have cared for since I first heard his cries. Echo through this house but it also might mean saving your life and that is more important and then bruce is just like goodbye alfred look at the pain oh in his eyes this is where it's like so good. okay so good christopher nolan you got michael kane to play alfred for batman begins 
for Dark Knight, and he's fucking great. He's funny. Yep. He does an amazing job. No one will ever be a better Alfred, but then Dark Knight rises, and it's like, it's time for you to really act, motherfucker. Step this, it up. This is the scene that he got him for, and holy shit. It's just, oh my God. It, it broke all of us, seeing him... Oh, the line where oh he, the, you know, the line where he says, first heard his cries echo through, like, it was yeah. just like, wow. Because you're like, you've been caring for this kid for 40 yeah. years, 30 yeah. years. Yeah. Hearing his oh. voice break while he's telling him oh all my this. God. Oh, my God. Fucking insane. Great scene. Next morning, Alfred's gone. Bruce is like, the bell's ringing. Bruce is like, Alfred! Alfred! <laughs> the fuck? Oh, shit, he's really gone. And then uh, Fox is like, answering your own door? I didn't think the guy would actually leave. Yeah. But he left. Fox tells Bruce that Bane took all of his money through various stock options. And people have pointed out, yes, that if this were real, the stock market wouldn't just be open one day after it were robbed. (laughs) For sure. You can make the argument that Bane had so much power at this point through those douchebags that, like, maybe they knew people that could just be like, yeah, verify it. It's fine. Maybe. That's sure. like the only defense. But yeah, I mean, the next fucking day right after it's robbed. So Bruce is about to lose his position at Wayne Enterprises. So he shows Miranda Tate the reactor because she's the only one on the board that he trusts because he's got a little fear boner for her. It did seem that way. <laughs> and then the fucking douche guy working for Bane is pissed because he thought he'd be running Wayne Enterprises. Mm-hmm. He berates Bane. He says... uh, you know, I'm in charge, and then Bane puts his hand on his shoulder. Do you feel in charge? I've paid you a small fortune. And this gives you power over me? Bane does that whole fucking awesome speech. It should, but I guess not. And then he fucking snaps the guy's neck while the skinny guy listens. <laughs> He's just like, okay. Well, I, I don't it. want that to happen to me, so. I love it because he was in the room, and Bane's like, leave us. Yeah. It's like, you don't tell me to do it, do anything. It's like, oh, okay, I'm, I think I'm going to leave. Yeah. I'm Gotham's reckoning here to end the borrowed time you've all been living on. So many great lines by Bane. Uh, and Morzellino, we have, uh, well, Bruce's Lambo got told, uh, towed, so Blake picked him up and dropped him at Zelina's apartment. And uh, she's like, yeah, it's not much, but it's more than you've got right now. Oh, Actually, sh- they're letting me keep the house. Uh, the rich don't even go broke. Same as the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a funny line. And true sometimes. Very true. Uh, then Bruce tells Zelina that uh, Batman wants to meet her because he needs to find Bane. And in return, he'll give her the clean slate. And then Selena says, I'm sorry they took all your money. And he's like, no, you're not. And apparently that was just a ad lib by... Uh, Christian Bale That's like funny. saying that no you're not and just walking away <laughs> I remember laughing so hard in the theater uh, then next up Miranda Tate visits uh, visits Bruce at his home and Bruce first time in this trilogy he finally gets some oh, oh, Bruce is you know I mean bom, for God's bom. sakes I came Bruce yes. was, bom, bom. he came he came multiple times I'm sure yeah and we all, another clue, we see Miranda has a mark on her back. Uh, not only that. And when she's I, like, an old mistake, you know. When I, I was, let my boyfriend brand me, uh, <laughs> you know, fucking crazy guy. But he fucked me so good. Anyways. But during the scene, she also said that, uh, what was it, that um, uh, troubles uh, build character or something suffering, like that? Suffering, suffering builds character. Because his, his lights go off and he's right. like, hope you didn't like me for my money. 
Suffering mm. builds character. Which, another hint later on, she suffered a lot. Well, she sure did. So uh, Selena takes Batman in the sewer tunnels, and they beat up some bad guys together. Uh, then she takes him to Bane, and then like sort of traps him. She fucking turns on him, and right. he tells her, you made a serious mistake. Not as serious as yours, I fear. Bane. Let's not stand on ceremony here. Mr. Wayne. Oh, he knew. My God. Such a badass moment. Yep. And that's where Selena finds out for the first time. She's yeah, in shock. Yeah, her face, she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I messed up. This is such a fucking crazy scene. We've never seen Batman just get his ass handed to him before in a movie like this. Never. And it was just like shocking and disturbing Seeing Batman get beat up this bad. It's fucking... And meanwhile, Bane is cutting, like, the most epic monologue ever. Like, <laughs> While Batman he's tries, beating him down. Batman <laughs> tries to punch him. Bane catches his fist. He's like, peace has cost you strength. Victory has defeated you. Just getting the ever-loving shit kicked out of him. I am the League of Shadows, and I'm here to fulfill Ra's Ghoul's destiny. Beats him up some more. You fight like a younger man with nothing held back. It's admirable, but mistaken. And then Batman kills the lights. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. I didn't see the light till I was already a man. By, no by then, it was nothing to me but blinding. <laughs> That's so fucking good. Great and he's scene. like, the shadows betray you because they belong to me. And then he just like finishes them off like Brock Lesnar whooping Randy Couture's ass like in UFC, just punching and punching and just breaking his fucking mask. That scene was so brutal. It and was. it just sh showed you how strong he was. Yeah. And the way that they dingy. gave you the Bane breaking Batman's back scene without my God, like over comic booky, yeah, doing right. it without like the venomed out Bane. It's just yeah. like no, this is a really strong young dude that just fucking wrecked him. Oh yes, I was wondering what would break first, your spirit or your body. <laughs> Bam! Oh my God! Yeah, I will say this was my favorite comic scene. And from my youth. Yeah. The Batman breaking. It and was it, it, so hard to watch in this movie. Yes. <laughs> and they funny. nailed it. Uh, and uh. it's so epic, just that image of in the comic there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's fucking great. So moving on, Officer Blake, he can't find Bruce, visits him at his house. He's not there. So he tracks Selena, who's trying to leave at the airport. He asks her about Bruce. He's like, did they kill him? And she's like, I'm not sure. They lock her up in a male prison, but... She's going to be fine. Immediately, she breaks some guy's fucking wrists. I love how everybody knows who Bruce and Batman are now. <laughs> well, Selena and and Blake, right? And Bane. Well, Bane always knew. <laughs> I don't but, know. It just seemed like for so long, we're, it's just a careful secret. But now, so mm -hmm. many people know. Well, that's, so, that's also what's so special about Dark Knight is Joker never finds out. That's Joker true. never finds out in the Dark Knight. And that is rare for superhero movies. Pretty much all superhero movies across the board. At some point, the villain finds out who the, you know, they find out who each other are. But that's, yeah, Joker never finds out. It's fucking great. Damn. And he doesn't want to. So then Bruce is taken to the pit and he asks Bane, you know, why didn't you just kill me? 
You don't fear death. You welcome it. Your punishment must be more severe. Torture? Yes, but not of your body. Of your soul. And again, another great fucking monologue by yeah. Bane. And he tells Bruce that he will torture an entire city. And Bruce will get to watch all of it on TV. And then he goes, when Gotham is ashes. Then you have my permission to die. Because that just, that's so much darker than, you know, just, I'm going to kill you, whatever. But seeing the thing that you love, that you spent so long protecting, seeing it just descend into chaos. Yep. And knowing you're powerless to do anything about it. Yeah. Mm. So then Bruce watches a prisoner try to climb out of the pit and fail. Uh, Bruce has a new Alfred, basically, that's there to, like, take care of him and make sure he doesn't die. <clears throat> um, I think he had two Alfreds there. He did, but the one guy <laughs> looked like Alfred. Sure, sure. He tells him that uh, only a child ever made it out, and Bruce assumes that that was Bane. And then the new Alfred turns on the TV, and he's like, yeah, we have Bane destroying Gotham on pay-per-view. <laughs> We also have a WWF in your house or in your prison, whatever have, you know, whichever one you want. Uh, you can tell me I'll change the channel. It's fine. So, uh, yeah, then Bane kidnaps uh, the Wayne Enterprises board and uh, Gordon orders every cop down to the tunnels to smoke him out. Uh, Bane tells him to turn on the nuclear reactor. Fox says he won't do it. But Miranda's like, come on. And he's like, all right, only because you're hot. <laughs> so he does it. Uh, Wasn't that hard to convince him, Miranda? No, right? He did it pretty But again, that's, there's so many teases that Miranda's in on it. Yeah. She gets control of the board. Even that douche guy's like, what happened? Bane's like, a plan is exceeding as expected. Right after she becomes the head of, you know. So, yeah. Uh, Bane then tells the doctor they kidnapped to turn the reactor into a bomb. And I'm sure it, it was supposed, like, in the movie, it took five seconds. Like, in the movie, it's like, you know, do your work. And then, like, you know, the movie progresses. <laughs> Five seconds go by, and then he's like, it's done. This is now a bomb. <laughs> now, four megaton kiloton bomb. Yeah. La, la, la. I know. It's like, bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh, it's a nuclear bomb now. Pull the core out of the reactor. No, you cannot. This is the only power source capable of sustaining it. If you remove it, the, uh, the react- it'll decay in a matter of months. Five, by my calculation. Then it will go off. Uh, and to the oh, and for the sake of your children, Doctor Pavo. <laughs> Indeed, I hope it does. It's like holy. He just threatened to murder this guy's kids now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so evil. Not only that, Bane, a mathematician, I guess. He got. He's a genius. Super level intelligence. Yeah. Why didn't he just do it himself? <laughs> By my calculation. Right. The doctor's like, you read my article, asshole. That was mine. You just <laughs> fucking stole it. Uh, so now a detective, Blake, uh, questions some construction guys, but they attack him. Uh, Blake has to defend himself, and by doing that, he accidentally kills them, and he's disgusted over it. And that's another hint that of who he really is. Right. He finds out they've been making explosives. Then another fucking amazing scene Every time since this movie, for the last 10 years, every time I hear the Star Spangled Banner, and the rock is rock. That's a lovely, lovely voice. Every single time I'm at a sporting event, every time. I went to the Jets-Lions game a couple months ago. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm with my friend John. I'm with Ron Johnson, one of our fans. And there's someone, they're singing the Star Spangled Banner. At one point, I looked at them and I just went, that's a lovely, lovely voice. I can't help myself. And you're like, I hope Bane doesn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> so Bane presses the button and Heinz Ward returns the kick as the field explodes behind him. All of the Pittsburgh Steelers are dead, except for Heinz Ward. <laughs> Roger Goodell comes on the field and goes, we're going to restart this game in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for stealing my joke. All right. No problem. I, you weren't going to say it. No, I had to bring fine. it up. No, I had to bring good. it up. Yeah, no, it was good. It was yeah. Good. I didn't want it to go to work. Guys, worse. you got five minutes. Uh, let's, let's come on, get it go. We still got some field there. You guys can play right there. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, also, every uh, cop gets trapped under the tunnels and the city's bridges collapse, except for one. There's still one that works. Mm -hmm. uh, then Blake figures that Gordon's in trouble. He goes to rescue him, but Blake is too late. But it's cool because Gordon is still a badass. He fucking killed those guys. Right. Blake enters the room and then Gordon holds him and he's like, clear the corners, rookie. Just to show you that, you know, Gordon's still got some badass moments in him. Yeah, he still is a boss. Still a boss. Uh, Bane tells the football fans the deal. He has the doctor explain the bomb. And who is capable of disarming such a device? Only me. Only you. Thank you, good doctor. <laughs> <Snap>. <laughs> now, this bomb is armed. This bomb is mobile. And the identity of the trigger man is a mystery. For one of you holds the detonator... Now we come here not as conquerors, but as liberators to give Gotham City back to the people. I love yeah. how he just says random words like the people. Yeah, that was mobile. Right. Yeah, that's what makes it so fucking good. <laughs> it's good. But a great plan. And of course, you know, Gordon, everybody has sniffed it out. He wasn't going to give that to anybody else. No. He's going to keep it close to well, the Well, Miranda had it, but yeah. She was She was in on the plan. She was technically a citizen of Gotham. That's right. That's right. Brute, they should have been suspicious when it was like some foreigner wants to save Gotham. Why don't you save your city first? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the military shows up, but Bane's number one guy tells them to make sure no one crosses the bridge or else Gotham is blown to hell. They're only going to let in like, you know people to deliver food and shit mm -hmm. um uh, i thought it was really cool because the military is there like yeah. you're gonna stop 14 million from trying to leave the city it's like <laughs> no no you're you gonna are. <laughs> <laughs> why the hell would i keep your hostages if one person crosses this bridge gotham is blown to hell then the president of the united states comes on he's like gotham you're fucked yeah <laughs> sorry you're basically fucked the president should be like, damn, this Gotham. I mean, it probably should go. It seems like every few years they're having yeah, some you know, time. If it blows up, then we could rebuild, make everything nice. Uh, sure. <laughs> then uh, Bane, I mean, two monologues back to back. He gives another monologue at Blackgate Prison, reads Gordon's note about Harvey Dent. You know, the Batman didn't murder Harvey Dent. He saved my boy. Reads the whole fucking thing. And then he's like, uh, it is time for me to resign. And do you accept this man's resignation? So fucking good. Great. Yeah. We I, give it back to you, the people. Before the movie, we were talking about it. And I was just like, I didn't remember how many monologues he had. But he actually had a lot. He had a lot of speaking lines. Who? Oh, Bane. Bane. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my Bane. God. He had so. I told you, it's so many fucking monologues. Yeah. It was great. 
So yeah, then Bane lets out all the prisoners and arms them with guns. Oh boy, that's dangerous. Yeah, that'll end well. And then like as they're showing the bomb being loaded into a truck, Bane's like, Gotham will survive as the fucking bomb is ticking away. (laughs) And the prisoners are marching on with guns. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I like about Joker and Bane was they both just straight up lied to everyone, you know? Very true. He got the people of Gotham behind him, kind of. But really, the criminals... Oh, Gotham will survive. Well, not really. <laughs> the criminals are so excited, too, but they're going to be dying soon. Yeah. yeah. Also, Blake is pissed at Gordon for, you know, covering up dense murders this whole time. Um, that's just uh, being, like, too... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Naive? No, 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 no. Like, he's too much of a good boy... Yeah, you know, goody two shoes. It was a great arc because he couldn't buy why Gordon was doing what he was doing. Yeah. And for his character, who, how could he? Right. Yeah. But Gordon's like, you know, I hope you have a friend like I did to plunge your hands in the filth so you could keep yours clean. Your hands look plenty filthy to me, Commissioner. Oh, it's hard. Yeah. It's rough. So then uh, back in the pit, new Alfred tells Bruce that Bane was attacked in the prison and the doctor made him a mask to keep his pain at bay. He also tells the story of a mercenary falling for a princess, but her father did not approve. So he ordered him to the pit, but the pregnant wife took his place instead and the wife was murdered. But she was also, you know, the child was uh, saved by another prisoner uh, New Alfred then holds Bruce up with some rope and punches his vertebrae back in. Old school medicine. Old school medicine. Yeah. Fuck these doctors. Just That's punch me in the back. It's hospital shit. You got back problems? Just go to this guy. There you go. Stay like this until you stand. So, of course, like, he's just hallucinating at this point, having some very vivid dreams where... First, you just you see him. It looks like he's waking up. It's really just another dream. But then it's then you hear, "Did you not think I would return, Bruce?" And I was like, "Oh my, oh my god. god! Oh, my, oh god. my god! He's back!" And then again, the first time me seeing this in the theater for the first time, we see Liam Neeson. We see Raz Al Ghul. This was literally me in the theater. <laughs> oh my god I was so excited because I had no fucking clue that was coming they had to pay that off and it was so good mm-hmm. and like through this dream or vision or whatever that Bruce had he assumes that Bane was Ra's al Ghul's child but if you're paying right. attention and I didn't the first time I'm watching this movie because I was so lost in this amazing movie like Bane saying that I didn't see the light till I was a man that gives that right away that he couldn't have been the child because you could see light out of this fucking prison. And then also the fact that, uh, you know, Bane was was like maimed so badly that they had to put a mask on him. And when you see the child escape, the child's not wearing a mask. The child's uh, face looks fine. Yeah. So there's so many like hints as you're watching it that tell you like, yeah, no, that that child could never have been Bane. Good clues. Yeah, Even yeah, before yeah. you find out about this child, like Bane says, I didn't see the light till I was a man. There's so many. But, Where the uh, fuck was he born? <laughs> yeah. Well, he was born in some other prison. I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, Rosal Ghoul tells, you know, Bruce, Gotham is beyond saving and must be allowed to die. And then Bruce wakes up. He stands up on his own, refusing new Alfred's help. You know, he's a stubborn rich kid. No! No! Gotta stand up on his Don't own. Don't touch me! Don't touch 
So months <laughs> months have passed. It's snowing in Gotham. Bruce starts working out, but new Alfred's like, oh, you fuck, you're going to fucking die anyway. It doesn't matter. Bruce t- uh, tries his first climb, but he can't make the jump at the end. He's wearing the rope and everything. And mm-hmm. new Alfred's like, I told you, it cannot be done. You told me a child did it. Not an ordinary child. A child born in hell. Forged from suffering. Hardened by pain. Not a man of privilege. Oh. Oh, oh snap. This new Alfred was pretty good, too. Watching it back. He had some good stuff. He is good. Yeah. yeah. He's his fucking new Alfred. So then uh, special forces disguised as, uh, disguised as food distribution show up. And if, for any Rescue Me fans, there's Franco. Is like yeah. the lead special agent there. It's crazy. It was cool seeing him. I've never seen him in anything else. Yeah. Rescue me <laughs> and the Dark Knight Rises. He did really well in the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> he did, yeah. <laughs> so Blake takes them to uh, Lucius, who tells special forces that the bomb will blow in 23 days. However, Bane and his goons show up and they easily murder special forces. Franco just decided to charge at them, got shot by like four different guys. Yeah. And then he tells Bane, I'll die before I talk. I'm on your schedule, Captain. <laughs> so fucking... God damn this guy. He's just full of great lines. What else would you expect from a firefighter? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I like that. Just run straight in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. So player. then Bane orders them to be hung where the world could see. And then Bruce sees that on TV. They're being hung by like a giant crane. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, Jesus. I remember watching that the first time. Like, oh, God, Jesus. Wow, that's dark. Yeah. So Bruce tries to climb some more. He keeps failing. Finally, the prison doctor tells him, you do not fear death. You think this makes you strong? It makes you weak. And Bruce tells him he does fear dying in, in there while Gotham burns. And then make the climb. And he's like, How? As the child did, without the rope, then fear will find you again. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, why not? So he's like, you know, new Alfred's like, oh, supplies for your journey. Oh, that's great. You're going to die, stupid. (laughs) Fucking asshole. So Bruce climbs the pit while the prisoners are doing the rise chant. What does that mean? Rise. So Bruce climbs, he gets to the top, the bats fly out, you know, because he's bats. A sign. He's afraid of the bats again because fear found him. Wow, it did, yeah. And then Bruce makes the jump. Magic leap. Fucking amazing moment there. How Such would, a spiritual movie. How would Bane have thought anything other than, I'm just motivating this guy to get out of that <laughs> fucking hole? Yeah. Like, he knew who Batman was. He knew yeah. what Bruce Wayne was. He knew who... But, he knew I, how good he was. But he also felt that he was better, stronger than Bruce, and he couldn't right. make it out. Bane yeah. didn't make it out of the pit. That's true. He couldn't make the jump. That's true. Not, not only that. So, so he's like, oh, if I can't do it, then certainly If I can make it can. out, then this fuck couldn't. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But like to your point, like uh, the new, the new uh, Alfred, um, Batman was like, just kill me. And he's like, no, they're paying me a lot more to keep you alive. Yeah. And then that motherfucker helps him helps him walk again. Yeah, but this was <laughs> well. He that was the whole point to give Bane wanted Bruce to have hope that he could make the jump and not obviously not do it. Mm. It's just funny because that guy's like they pay me they're paying me to keep you alive, but it sucks because Bane's gonna pay him and then just leave him in the prison. He's like, well, I've, at least I've got money. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
This was no, e- I don't know. this uh, was easily the top, the number three moment of this movie. Yeah, when he gets out of that. Pit. Oh, for oh, sure. My, oh my god. When yeah. he gets that other ledge, and he, he like you know, yeah. And he throws the rope down so they can get out too. So that was nice of him. It was funny when they were doing the scene when you saw the the little girl escape. Yeah, she just left. She didn't kick off the kick down. The no, rope. fuck them. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Well, she did go find her dad. Oh, that's and true. Then they came that's back true. And yeah, murdered everyone. Fuck, <laughs> fuck this guy that protected me. Yeah. Uh, so then we have the uh, the court scene where the skinny guy is taken to court, run by Scarecrow. Which we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. If Heath Ledger didn't die, this might have been his scene. Definitely would have. Been I mean, his scene. God, are you as kidding good me? as Scarecrow was here? Could you imagine? I'm telling you, you've got to do this scene in the Joker voice. I, I did think, last week. I think people are going to appreciate now, it. Exile or death? Uh, yeah. I mean, this is just the skinny guy. The skinny guy chooses exile. Uh, sold to the man in the cold sweat. So skinny guy chooses exile, but that's just being pushed into a lake of frozen ice that doesn't stay frozen very long. No. And then he de- he dies. Yeah. Freezes to death. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> a very well, joker thing. Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, then Gordon doesn't see Foley at their meeting, so he goes to Foley's house, calls him a pussy, but Foley just shuts the door in his face like a total puss. You gonna let your wife answer the door, you little bitch? While the city's under occupation? Yep. <laughs> Uh, then, guess who's back? We have Zelina saving a little boy who stole an apple. Some people think that was like a Flash moment, like a Flash reference, because mm. she says, never steal from someone you can't outrun. So, I don't know. That's interesting. But then Bruce is back. Bruce walks up. He's like, pretty good for a thief. I thought they killed you. Not yet. And I want to give this moment to my my friend Danny Mata, had a really great idea for this scene to how how to make it better because selena could have been like wait you were trapped in a pit you had no money nor no resources how did you get back and then bruce just says i'm batman (laughs) (laughs) would have been such a great scene just like i'm batman Batman. what are you talking about (laughs) yeah i think that would have been awesome that's great so then bruce gives uh selena the clean slate but asks her to take him to fox and then uh, Catwoman pretends to kidnap Bruce and takes him to where Fox and Miranda are being held. And Miranda tells Bruce, do what's necessary. Another, another Razal Ghoul. Sign of things to Ruh-roh. Another Razal Ghoul. Did you finally learn to do what is necessary? Yeah, awesomeness. Uh-huh. So then Catwoman beats up some bad guys, and Fox says, I like your girlfriend, Mr. Wayne. He should be so lucky. Yeah. Like that moment. Then we have uh, Fox and Bruce. They go to the bat, which is being held on some roof, and Bruce is like, yeah, it flies good, even without the autopilot. And Fox is like, whoa, that's what you're here for. <laughs> <laughs> so many hints about the autopilot. I know, Meanwhile, right? Gordon and his men get captured, and Scarecrow asks, death or exile? Crane, if you think we're going onto that ice, uh, that ice willingly, you have another thing coming. Death, then. Looks that way. Sold. Death. <laughs> By exile. <laughs> <laughs> so Gordon's and his guys are on the ice, but then all the bad guys are taken out by some Batman sleepy darts. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so great. It's the first coming. guy gets it. He checks it. He's like, oh, he took the time. To, uh, he passes out. It's coming. 
And then Gordon finds a flare. Light it up. Gordon lights up the flame, tosses it, and then it leads to this giant, fiery Batman symbol but on a bridge. With the... Yeah. That's the moment of this fucking movie. Oh, and sure. even like, they show Foley at home for looking sure. out his window, seeing it, getting inspired. Everyone's getting inspired. I mean, how long did he take to do that, by the way? <laughs> he wasted so much time on putting the putting the gas. Batman, up the there. bomb goes off in an hour. <laughs> no, you have like I'm so not finished. No, no, we need the Batman. So. <laughs> I'm hoping he just did it with the bat somehow. Maybe the bat can do it. Just <sighs> good, good enough. It's good. No, but I. It, I had forgotten since the last time I saw this. I, we just finished this movie like a couple hours ago. Yeah. I marked out so hard for this scene. Yeah, it's great for sure. The scene of the movie. Bane it gave also, you hope again. Bane also sees it. Impossible. And then uh, Blake tried to save some of the cops from the sewer from opening up a manhole, but some of Bane's men stopped him, and they were about to shoot him. But Batman saves him. He frees the uh, frees the cops from the tunnels and tells Blake to. Take some people to the bridge to save as many lives as he can. Uh, Batman gives Catwoman his awesome bat pod motorcycle to blow up a tunnel so other people can es- uh, escape. And she's like, you know, I'll open up the tunnel, then I'm gone. And he's like, there's more to you than that. Sorry to keep letting you down. And then she begs Batman to come with her. She's like, come with me. Save yourself. You don't owe these people anymore. You've given them everything. Not everything. Not yet. She's like, God damn. Because she's so right. Right. She's so right. He has given them everything. These people are assholes. Mm -hmm. This is a city of shit. You've given them everything you have. Yeah. Such a fucking great line. So good. My knees. My my girlfriend. (laughs) My cartilage. Everything. Cartilage. (laughs) I gave you my cartilage. (laughs) I can't go hella skiing anymore. (laughs) Yeah. The police wage war on Bane and his men, including Foley, who finally grows a dick and even does what Gordon like says early. He's like, I'm not asking you to walk down the street in your fucking shit. Best but blues. yeah, he's like something has to be done. But he does. He walks down the street in his fucking dress blues. Uh, so then they're, they have the whole war. Batman shows up. Bane sees him and says, so you came back to die with your city. No, I came back to stop you. And Batman does much better this time. You know, he uses his uh, arm blades to disconnect Bane's mask. And then Bane just starts swinging like a madman. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, Eric, like haymaker after haymaker. But Batman's a- avoiding all of them, right. kicking his ass. It's fucking amazing because once he starts causing a problem for Bane, he starts fucking up his mask. Yeah. And you can tell that he's having an issue. But even with Bane being fucked up he's still knocking pieces out of pillars yeah throwing these haymakers that's how much of a problem he's got rage going on now just just destroying stuff so good and then this is my favorite batman moment of the film because he punches bane into that fucking building tell me where the trigger is then you have my permission to die callback great callback that was so fucking good. I broke you. How did you come back? You think you're the only one that can learn the strength to escape? Where's the trigger? But I never escaped. But the child. 
the child of Ra's al Ghul made the climb, but he's not the child of Ra's al Ghul. I did not see that in the movie. I was so fucking mad because I know Batman. Yeah. And I got so immersed in this movie, not mm-hmm. at one single moment <laughs> did I remember, oh, wait, Ra's al Ghul has a daughter. Yeah. Not once. I was so immersed in this movie. They it was rush. funny because... They got such me a too. good job camouflaging this. Exactly. When she got cast, everyone online was like, oh, she'll be Talia. And I remembered that. But then going into the movie, I was so lost in this movie that I love that I forgot all of that. And then when I was like, oh, right, they said that. <laughs> and ignoring all the clues, do what's necessary. Right. Restoring balance to the world. My suffering, God. Get, suffering breeds character. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. So Talia, she stabs Batman. She's the child of Ra's al Ghul. She has the trigger. And while I'm not ordinary, I am a citizen. She was the child who made the climb. My God, all good stuff. Um, Bane was, she, you know, she tells the whole story. Bane was her protector in the prison. And then that they show the flashback. That's the only time you see Tom Hardy's face for like one second mm. in the whole fucking movie. Right. She explains that, you know, her father only saw Bane as a monster. And she said, I cannot forgive my father until you murdered him. He's like, he was trying to kill millions of innocent lives. Only a cynical man would call... Or no, and then he goes... Oh, what does she say? Fuck. <clears throat> uh, she says the same line her father says in Batman Begins. Only a cynical person would call what these people have lives. Or no, she says something similar to that. Similar to that. Right. Yeah. Innocent is a strong word to... Yeah, to explain Gotham. Something right. like that. Right, mm-hmm. right. Right. Uh, so then Gordon and his boys stop the truck that they think the bomb is in, but it's empty because Talia fucked with them earlier. Uh, Oh, Which is another in, uh, hint, because you find that out before she reveals herself. Uh, then they end up fighting the right truck, and Gordon gets inside. Talia pushes the trigger button, but Gordon managed to block the signal with that fucking thing that Bruce gave him on the bomb. Well, Talia made the supervillain mistake. You know, the big monologue. Too fuck cocky. everything up. Yeah. He goes, maybe the knife was too slow. Yeah. Gordon, you gave him a way to block my signal. No matter. You've bought Gotham 11 minutes. And then she's leaving. She tells Bane not to kill him so he can feel the heat, the fire of 10 million souls. You failed. And then as soon as she leaves, Bane's like, we both know I have to kill you now. (laughs) (laughs) You'll just have to imagine the fire. (laughs) That's a great line. I like. And then fucking Catwoman shoots Bane with the motorcycle. Her best scene. She's like, about the whole no guns thing. I don't feel as strongly about it as you do. Yep. Gets off the motorcycle. My God. Amazingness. Uh, Officer Foley, who has his little redemption, he gets shot down dead by the fucking tank Batmobile that Talia was in. So, you know, but fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Meanwhile, Blake took the foster kids to the bridge, but the cops blew the bridge in fear of Bane. Uh, That was a really good scene with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's like, you Uh, that was really good. So then Batman's in the bats. Catwoman's driving the bat pod as they chase after Talia in the truck with the bomb with like two other Batmobiles trying to fight them off. Mm-hmm. This was one epic fucking scene. This whole action scene was amazing. Really good. Like Catwoman shooting 
blowing up the Batmobiles was awesome. Some fucking powerful guns on Bat- that little tiny mobile. Batman flying away from the missiles and then bringing them back to the tank that shot them and then it hits them instead. God, that was fucking great. And then this is where Batman's like, okay, there's five minutes left. You know, this bomb's going to kill everyone. I could kill one guy, right? If I just, you know, I don't kill people, but either this guy dies or all of Gotham is destroyed. So he shoots that guy and he kills him. The it guy was, that's driving the truck. It was the Batman yeah. 89 scene where he's got <laughs> Jack Nicholson like... Doo, 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 doo. But what is he supposed to do at that point? Right. Yeah. He has to. Right. You kill one person. Well, I mean, they were driving around for 10 minutes. And he's like, we're going to do this forever if I don't kill anybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is just going to run out of time. Forever. He had five minutes. <laughs> but Batman, you killed the driver. No, I stopped the truck. <laughs> but, but the driver was... Yeah. There's bullets in him, like the bullets from your bat plane. I stopped the truck. Yeah. That's not my problem. I didn't kill him. The bullets killed him. <laughs> people don't kill people. Guns, uh, I mean, uh, guns, <laughs> guns kill people. People don't kill people. Uh, okay. So, yeah. He shoots the driver dead. They crash. Talia tells him that she flooded the reactor, so there's no way the bomb can be stopped. And then she has the worst death ever. <laughs> uh, uh, She's uh, like... Uh, not the best uh, death scene there so then batman of course straps the bomb to the bat catwoman's like you're gonna fly it over and you know eject and he's like no autopilot so again more autopilot stuff so much autopilot just to throw us off he gets in the bat plane gordon tells him i never cared who you were but shouldn't the people know the hero who saved them and that's where he says a hero could be anyone even a man doing something as simple as putting a coat over a young boy's shoulder and telling him the whole world hadn't ended. I'm and not... we see the flashback yeah. from Batman Begins, and then Gordon realizes it, and he says, Bruce Wayne. One of the best payoffs I've ever seen. That's they, amazing. They, they took, I cried. They took three movies. They took like eight years to pay yeah. this off. So And Gordon good. tells him, he's like, you're a hero. And Batman tells him, <sighs> You're my hero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit. I get, I, I'm like, I got fucking... Goose pimples. Yeah. Goose pimples? Don't ruin it, Josh. Goose pimples everywhere. They're called goosebumps. Don't ruin it. Yeah, my God. He's like, no, you're my hero. If anything, you inspired him to be Batman. I'm Batman because of you. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. Right. Oh, so good. Oh, it's fucking amazing. All the feels. So then Blake sees an explosion. He thinks it's the bomb. He's telling the kids to get down, but that one orphan kid's like, no, that's Batman! And Batman flies past them, and everyone's all excited until first time. Saw this in theaters. I'm sure everyone else felt this way. I was loving this whole fucking movie. And when it looked like Batman was going to die, I was so pissed off. Yeah, and I believed it because if anyone was gonna kill Batman, it would be Christopher Nolan. But see, because he doesn't give a fuck. Before this movie came out, I was like, because they kept te- they kept teasing Batman's gonna die, Batman's gonna die. Like that was the marketing for this movie, right? And I'm like, but Christopher Nolan, he wouldn't do that. Like he did, he doesn't do that. Would be such a fucking sad ending. He doesn't do sad endings like that. Like that would just be so fucking sad. And I was like, I trust him. When that fucking bomb went off and we all thought Batman was in that thing, I was so pissed. I was, I was like, I was just like, fuck you, Christopher Nolan. Fuck you. I was so mad. <laughs> fucking furious. I was so fucking mad. So we have the uh, aftermath. 
Blake tosses his badge into the water. Uh, Gordon reads from A Tale of Two Cities at Bruce's funeral. And then we see Alfred sobbing. That was so heartbreaking. Uh, Alfred so looks at Bruce's parents' graves and he says, I'm so sorry. I failed you. That's the worst. You trusted me. That's the worst. And I failed you. The worst scene of the movie. Alfred breaking sure. down, f- fully believing Bruce is dead. Yeah. I let this guy die. I could have stopped this and I didn't. I yeah. outlived the entire Wayne family. That's right. fucking, that's brutal to yeah. live with. Ugh. It's true. So Blake then tells uh, Gordon, you know, no one's going to know who saved an entire city, but Gordon says they know. It was the Batman. So to honor him, they make a Batman statue. And look, I didn't figure this out. I fig- I, I knew that I know this because I've looked at all the fucking trivia for all these movies. But the way they staged the seats in the overhead shot of this statue for like five seconds, the overhead shot, there's like... Uh, a couple seats there, a couple seats here, making two eyes. Uh, the Batman statue makes the nose, and then just a big smiley face at the bottom. It was the Joker. It was Christopher Nolan's like little nod and tribute to Heath Ledger. When you paused this and showed it to us, I was like, holy fuck, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I've watched this movie 10, 15 times. Yeah. Never thought about it. Never noticed it. It's so cool if Fucking you go back so and cool. watch there, uh, watch it. And then they show Gordon, like they're just like zooming in on him. He's sitting there looking all sad. And that's where I'm like, man, it's a real shame that Batman and Gordon like never got to just like share a beer together. Right. Like they're best friends. Right. Best friends for so long, never just got to have a beer together at a bar just, you know, talk about football or something. Right, but they did at least get there like, hey, you know who I am. Yeah. You made me. Right. Yeah. So we got that. We got to be happy with that. Nice. Nice Batman 89 reference, by but the way, there. Bruce yes. had eight years when he was a recluse. He couldn't have hung out once with Jim Gordon. He was sad about Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. Uh, later, Gordon finds the bat signal is fixed. So he's fucking happy. He's like smiling, looking for him. He's like, where is he? It's like, he's not coming. Please but come back. He's like, come. Baby, come and back. And then uh, Mr. Fox. And the, again, the first time I saw this movie in theaters, at this point, I'm so pissed off that Batman's dead. I am not paying it. I, I can't focus on anything. <laughs> so like when those scientists tell Fox that the autopilot was fixed by Bruce Wayne, like, which those guys have to know, by the way. Those guys have to know. Right. Those scientists? <laughs> Yeah, why would Bruce Wayne be in here working on the bat that, oddly enough, Bruce was the Wayne same thing? Bruce Wayne is working on the bat. Huh. Wasn't the bat used uh, Don't to worry about it. The They're dead anyway. It's fine. Uh, then we find out Bruce Wayne left Wayne Manor to the orphans. That was a nice little touch there. Um, also, Bruce left a, back, uh, a, a bag for Blake. And... Uh, he's like, uh, I think he says John Blake or whatever. She, and the woman's like, no, nothing. He's like, oh... Probably my use my legal name, and she's like, "I uh, you should use your real name. I like that name, Robin." It's just like, uh, uh, it's a little heavy-handed. It, yeah. it was a nice touch. Like you didn't have to say that. Yeah. Like especially from the last scene where he's gonna fucking be Batman or some version of Batman. Right. Like we get it at that point. Sure. 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 It was a nice touch though with the mansion because that was always a thing in the comics. The the uh, the Thomas and Martha Wayne. Uh huh. School that. It, that was nice having it be named for them. Finally, getting that nod. So, in the is that some comic where he also 
dies or they think he dies and he leaves it he leaves the Wayne no, Manor that, to them? No, that's just always something in, in the comics. Oh, okay. There's always a Thomas and Martha Wayne school for the right. children. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I also hope none of those um orphans play on the piano. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Josh. That door is for it's is for Robin. Yeah. Uh <laughs> fucking idiot. So yeah, then Robin finds the bat cave. Alfred goes to the cafe in Italy and he looks across the table and he sees Bruce and Selena and she's wearing the pearl necklace. He gave it to her. I'm smiling with tears running down my face in the fucking theater. I was ready to go find Christopher Nolan and kill him. At this point, I'm like, you motherfucker. You fucking got me, you fuck. I'm like laughing, smiling, crying. Alfred nods at Bruce. Bruce smiles. And then we see Robin step on the platform and it rises, goes right into the camera. Blackout. What a fucking movie. Great. Great, they gave us the one movie. ending that nobody has ever, ever, ever done before. Yeah. The Batman retires with a happy ending. Right. No one's ever seen that before. I remember that's what Kevin Smith said when he saw this. He goes, finally, someone gave this motherfucker a happy ending. Right. And I was like, yes, please. Batman's such a tragic character. Yes. And, you know, he deserves to have deserves his day it. in the sun. He deserves to fuck Catwoman for the rest of his life. <laughs> Selena Kyle. That's another yes. thing. That's another thing. Like, Batman and Catwoman never ended up together in any other story until this one. I, well, I mean... They, in the comic books. I mean, like, where they, they lived happily ever after. Right, yeah. Sure. They fucked. They dated. They fucked, the sure. And everything. But, yeah. no, I'll be honest. Going into tonight... The previous times I saw this, I was mad at this movie because it doesn't end with Batman still being Batman standing tall. And that's a problem. But watching it tonight, I changed my mind. Seeing him have his happy ending. Yeah. Seeing him have that moment where the Batman, like, the like light it up. Yeah. And then the fire thing. This is the perfect movie. It's the perfect movie. Well, it's pretty great. This was a quintessential uh, going out on top, and Batman went out on top. He knew he was never gonna. Yeah, ne- nothing was ever gonna get better than this. And it's a trilogy. The story's over. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know Christopher Nolan was gonna make a fourth one. Uh, and it leaves man. it with the ambiguity of like, what is Robin gonna do? Is he gonna be Darkwing? Is he gonna be Batman? Like, what's he gonna do? I know. Now people like people have pointed out that the backpack that was on his back was like black and blue, like. Darkwing's color, uh, uh, Nightwing, Nightwing's color, Nightwing. Darkwing. Right. What the yeah. fuck is that? It's wrong okay. With me? That's a good movie. It's a good show too. Yeah. Darkwing, Darkwing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, oh, what a good show! But because this trilogy was so great, I was sad that I am now robbed of a Nightwing movie by Christopher Nolan. That would have been amazing. I feel personally robbed. Well, that's because you're I stupid, know. Josh. I don't care if I if I'm stupid or not. I feel personally robbed because I'm sure it would have been fucking epic. I guess maybe that's what Inception was because since he was the lead, I don't know. This was no, he op- wasn't the lead. Leonardo DiCaprio was the lead. Oh, he wasn't. I thought he was. Oh, Leonardo okay. DiCaprio? No, no, no. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No, Josh. It was Leonardo DiCaprio. I didn't watch the movie. Yeah, good, okay. good job there, buddy. Talk about a movie you didn't see. Good, yeah. Aaron. This was the only way this trilogy could have ended. 
Of course. It ended yeah. in the perfect way. Like, I, I originally thought, no, this has got to end with Batman standing tall, mm-hmm. still being Batman. It's got to end with the, uh, the Batman, like the Keaton Batman endings where he's up at the top of the building with the bat signal and all that. This is better. This, yeah. this is the perfect ending for yeah. this trilogy. It really is. He you gets, mentioned the girl. You mentioned that you had a theory that you wanted to talk about about this when the movie. Yeah. Oh no! It was it was the Bane thing. It was it was just how that was done intentional. His voice, how it was. Oh yeah. So fucking obnoxious because you've got this gotcha. this wrecked, swole dude that's just destroying everybody. And he's got this annoying voice. Mm. It just made me hate him so much more, and it made him getting his ass kicked so much better. Right. Okay. I did like seeing him get his ass kicked. Oh man, we did it. We finished the trilogy. So good. Uh, one thing, a few fans were like, you know, you guys have to watch the Pete Holmes Batman videos. Um, I showed some to Josh, but in typical troll fashion, he didn't like them. Wasn't troll. I didn't think very much of it was. Uh, I want to play one though, because it's like one of the last scenes in Dark Knight Rises. Josh. Let me set that up real quick. I didn't think they were funny. What are you doing? The car explodes in two minutes. I can fly it out over the bay. You could have gone anywhere, but you came back here. So did you. I guess we're both suckers. Shouldn't people know the hero who saved them? The hero can be anyone. Even a man doing something as simple as putting a coat on a young boy's shoulders. (laughs) I may or may not have been that boy. Oh, really? A boy who, I don't know, maybe had just had his parents murdered. Right. Making me... Oh, my God, you're Bruce Wayne. You know there's a bomb that's going to go off. <laughs> it's not who I am underneath. But what you do that defines you. It's what I do that defines you. <laughs> I forgot to mention, no autopilot. So I'm straight up sacrificing myself for my city. Oh, that is so sad. Oh, look at the time. Pretty heroic for a masked vigilante whose name we don't even know. Perhaps Bruce Wayne. Oh my God, he hasn't left yet. I told him. Batman, aren't you forgetting something really important? Oh, right. Selena, I forgot to give you the clean slate. Look at that. You already gave me the clean slate, so you can go. The clean slate. The ultimate tool for a master thief with a record. I already know what it is. A clean slate that wipes your record clean. Clean as a clean slate. Shut up about the clean slate, just go! Clean slate. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot to do my stretches. All right, you're about to die, so you don't really need to stretch. Okay, it's a little morbid, but fair point. I'm out of (laughs) here. One more thing. I can't help but feel like our kiss was rushed. What? For a last kiss on Earth. <laughs> it's like a seven. I feel like I should get another shot. If she kisses you, will you leave? Totally. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me right now? Sorry. Been a while since a bat's been in the cave, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so you're not even a bat, you're a pig. Save the goddamn city! Okay, I'll go. Drop the bomb in the bay. The bay. 
Grey won't hurt us all. Good. Good. Thank you. The bay. Yep. Sitting on the yacht of the bay. Please don't. Watching the tide roll away. Oh my god, we're gonna die. <laughs> 50 seconds. You're only right now, I'm gonna blow your brains out! Please go! Okay, sorry. Leave! Please! One last question. What? I'll be dead. Oh, fuck my face. Can we trust him? <laughs> no, we can't trust him because he's two faced and he's dead and you killed him and Vane told him to just leave! <laughs> Jesus, Louisa. Fuck my face. Does this thing even work? <laughs> it's new, I'm still getting the hang of it. Oh, there it is. There's a button marked down. Oh, one more thing. Tell Alfred to suck it. <laughs> That was quick. We're saved. And he got rid of the bomb. <laughs> oh, what a hero. <laughs> hey, what are you doing for the next couple of months? You want to go to the same cafe in Italy with me every day and wait for my butler? He <laughs> <laughs> just 36... <laughs> Want to go to the same cafe for a few months and wait for my butler? That part was funny. That's a good point where they're like, you know, like Alfred's like, Bruce, I've been like suicidal for months. Why couldn't you just tell me? But the story in the cafe, fuck the cafe, Bruce. Just drop me an email. I thought you were dead, you piece of shit. Yeah. I always thought those were good. Uh, Josh is a tough crowd, though. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Yeah. You know, you can't can't make this guy laugh. And not everybody laughs at everything. Uh, all right, let's do fan questions here. Let me refresh it real quick. Just in case we got some new ones. Alrighty. Bobby the Mark Soydam. Do you feel in charge? He says he loves Tom Hardy. So don't we all? Uh Andy Picconi, rank these in order of which you would want least. Breaking your back. Getting shot in the ass or having to listen to Maggie Gyllenhaal talk. Jeez. That's funny. As someone who had a back issue a couple years ago, don't fuck with the back. I do know. I'll I'll listen to Maggie Gyllenhaal talk. No, Josh. That's not how the joke works. What? That's not how the joke works. That was the point. No, I would definitely listen to Maggie Gyllenhaal talk. Oh, Josh. For sure. God damn it. Right. Mikey Two Crikey, right. is there a movie you guys were so hyped to see? But after you watched it, it was so shitty that it pissed you off. Yes. There's, my God, there's so many. Oh, the yes. first Suicide Squad. Van okay. Helsing. Oh, my God. The Hugh Jackman. That movie was so bad. The Hugh Jackman, Van Helsing. I was so excited for that movie. And it was such a steaming pile of shit. Uh, Spider-Man 3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Spider-Man 3. I mean, yeah. we talked about it earlier, but Venom 2. I was so excited to see Carnage on film. Woody Harrelson, how can you fuck that up? Oh, we yeah. can fuck it up. Uh, PCJ, I learned so much from this film. Cops can live underground for months and never need to shave. <laughs> that's 
That's another right. thing that's been pointed out, yes. That bathroom situation is probably terrible. Uh, and the sewers in Gotham have more headroom than most apartments. Regardless, this film is amazing and has what my wife calls the best opening scene to any movie she has watched. Uh, not that it could uh, could have been done or should have been done, but if they were to have made a fourth installment, how would you do it? Which villains, uh, which comic book story would you use for a base, if any? The Riddler. Yeah. A Christopher Nolan Riddler. Right. I mean, that would be fun. He would have knocked that out of the fucking park. You think... Look, they, they fucked up the Batman. The idea of the Batman was great. Mm-hmm. Like Batman hunting down a serial killer. Great idea for a story. But they fucked it up. Give it to Christopher Nolan. Right. Like the Riddler. Yeah. And Christian Bale yep. hunting down serial killer, the Riddler. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yep. Chief Nakahomer, I love this film. Bane and Two-Face became my two favorite villains that I don't care. I didn't care about before. Uh, thanks to this trilogy, Pushfire Barry, iconic comic book moments that came out good on screen. Bane breaking Batman's back, Thanos's finger snap, or Negan's debut in The Walking Dead. Wow. Jesus. Those are tough ones. My God. Bane's back breaking, I think you push. You push. You yes. bury Negan and you, you fire Thanos. You fire Thanos? That's I mean, that tough. was fucking. He killed Spider Man in that scene. I'm firing Negan's debut because that's when I walked away from The Walking Dead. <laughs> they were all great moments mm. uh, for me. You know, that's. I mean, the Thanos finger snap was epic, man. So was. I mean, if anything, I'm firing Negan's debut. That was also really good, but right. doesn't compare to these two. I mean, my God, I can't pick one. But yeah, that's tough. Nathan Bain, uh, the amount of times people try to talk in the Bain voice after hearing my last name. Yeah, his name is Nathan. Nathan his Bain. Nathan Bain. Oh my God. Uh, Noah WW Triple Seven. I think y'all should put Lord of the Rings: Rings of Power as a Patreon exclusive on the list. The most expensively developed TV show of all time needs to be reviewed regardless of how good or intriguing it is. I am patient and I can wait. I just want to hear the world's words will do it once we get past Last of Us and Andor. Thanks for all you do. Um, I've been getting messages from Noah like every week. He tells me you have to review Rings of Power. And I'm like, dude, we're just not into it. We're not into Lord of the Rings. Like, I just don't want to watch it. I'm sorry, Noah. Noah, if Andrew had a hard time with House of Dragon, he's going to have a very very hard time one of my friends one of my friends john he reads all the lord of the rings books so he's like he knows everything like he knew all about rings of power and he was fucking pissed he hated this show like with a passion like the way i talk about she hulk he talks about rings of power he hates it so much wow okay i mean of the three of us i'm probably the lord of the rings mark because i really really loved the three lord of the rings movies but it's probably not right for this podcast. I mean, if it was something that we all... Did you watch it? I didn't watch this. No, I didn't watch Rings of Power. But just that whole world, you guys would be bored with, I think. I I don't even think it was critically acclaimed. I I mean, I know it's getting a second season, but I I don't think it was something that was like beloved by, you know, uh, a legion of people outside of... Yeah, I'm not a big Lord of the Rings guy. I didn't really even like those movies. I liked the third one. 
the I like but I only that. saw it once. As much as I liked it, I only saw it once. I only saw Return of the King one time, and I really enjoyed it. And if someone I was with wanted to watch it again, I would be fine watching it again because I thought the ending was really fucking awesome. Um, but the first two were boring for me. Lord I mean, I was a teenager, but... I mean, Lord of the Rings is... I mean, it's really like wrestling. You're either super fucking into it or yeah. you're not at all. Look, I was a teenager when I saw these movies, so maybe my opinion has changed now, but... Like, I'm barely... Like, I'm not even into the medieval shit. That's why I have a hard time with Game of Thrones... Like, watching Game of Thrones. I'm just not into, like, that medieval shit. I just don't care about it. Yeah. It's all boring to me. I would talk fucking weird and... Yeah, so... Sorry, Noah. It's it, it. Look, it's probably not gonna happen. You don't. So, like, you don't have to keep messaging me about it. <laughs> I apologize, but the whole point of this podcast, Noah, is to do what I want to do now. I suffer enough with Raw, SmackDown, AEW, fucking pay per views, all that shit. I've suffered enough, Noah. Please let me be. I beg of you. Let us continue watching Christopher. Or Nolan Josh movies. and Aaron can watch it. Or Aaron can watch it and he can give his recap. There you go. Like a five, we'll give five minutes to Aaron. <laughs> I'll leave the room and Aaron can talk about Rings of Power. <laughs> five, we'll, we'll have a timer. Yeah, five minutes. That's all we need. Oh my God. Yeah. That's all for fan questions, though. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you're viewing us. We have exclusive videos on our YouTube channel, Hollywood Hogwash Pod. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Hollywood Hog Pod. And make sure you become a supporter of the show. Subscribe at patreon.com slash Hollywood Hogwash. We've got The Last of Us. We're doing that every single week. We're doing the whole first season. Uh, we got brackets that are become that are going to be coming out. Uh, the Mandalorian season three, we're going to review that. All the TV shows that we're going to watch, they're going to be reviewed on uh, Patreon.com/slash Hollywood Hogwash. It's only three dollars a month minimum. You can cancel any time, so uh, uh, please sign up. Give it a try. Brackets, brackets, and uh, next week we have another open slot because Knock at the Cabin is in two weeks, so we have one more movie. And now that I'm thinking about it, we did the Dark Knight trilogy. Months ago, we did Batman 89. There's one more Michael Keaton Batman movie out there. I don't know if I can handle any more fucking Batman. I mean, there's oh Batman gosh. Returns. Danny DeVito plays a penguin. Oh my God. Not penguin. He plays a penguin. Half penguin, half man. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, we, have, we could do like one movie. So like there's... Of like other superhero movies that had like one-offs, like there's V for Vendetta, which is awesome. Uh, Kick-Ass, because there's no need to review Kick-Ass 2 because that sucked, but Kick-Ass 1 is great. The Matrix, that's a one-off. Oh, it definitely is. No, <laughs> The Matrix is one of the better trilogies out there. Josh, I love The Matrix. Josh. Look, we I can, love The look, Matrix. Josh. The Matrix is one of my favorite movies ever. But if we do that, we'll only be reviewing the first one. Yes. I'll review the other two. Yeah, you do it on your fucking podcast, whatever that is. That's right. But yeah, yeah, all right. So there you go. I'll do a vote. V for Detta, Kick-Ass, The Matrix, Batman Returns. I'll put a poll on patreon.com slash Hollywood Hogwash. So there you go. Go on there and vote for which movie. And if I don't have it up by Wednesday, someone will remind me. But uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Batman Returns. <laughs>